Alright everybody, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is the first episode of the Other Wing Chun Guy podcast. Um, basically, it's uh, another martial arts Wing Chun Kung Fu related podcast. Uh, things I personally want to deal with. Stuff I see on the internet. <clears throat> stuff I see or read about. Ideas that kind of spark trains of thought. Another thing that I want to kind of talk about is um, just martial arts in culture in general. Uh, we live in a day and age where we're just inundated by martial arts. and Frankly, it's what I like and it's what I like to talk about. And I have a lot of friends who like to talk about it. So hopefully I'll have some guests on in the future. Uh, talk to them. Um, but for this kind of first episode, I just wanted to be an introduction of myself, who I am, what I do, what I've done, um, and kind of a little more into where I'm going with the whole martial arts thing. As you can see, I'm coming to you live from my room. Uh, don't have a fancy studio, don't have a fancy setup. I have a decent camera and a good headset. So that's what I got, that's what I'm working with. Gotta start somewhere, right? Hey. Uh, but... What can I say? Sifu of Wing Chun, White Belt Podcasting. Perfectly fine. Um, so, some of you who tune in might already know me. Uh, my name is Topher. I am a Sifu of Wing Chun Kung Fu from the Hokameng lineage. Um, I've been involved in martial arts since I was a young teenager. Um, so that means I'm at little over 20 years now doing martial arts in general in particularly Chinese martial arts Kung Fu Tai Chi and uh, uh, originally started in Mahjong Lahorn or then in Wu style Tai Chi I uh, did the two together for many years um, I had to take a small break in martial arts training to finish a college degree then from there I wanted to get back into training wanted to get back into doing stuff so I took up Wing Chun. Um, got introduced to it. Thought it was really cool. Uh, then was lucky enough to meet a Sifu who had learned the entire system uh, under Grandmaster Hokameng and who basically imparted pretty much everything he knew to me. Um, done that for a great number of years and fortunately have made a lot of friends in the Wing Chun community. Um, very high level, high skilled people who frankly thought some bum kid from Florida was cool and could hang out. And so I have had the opportunity to train with some of the best Wing Chun practitioners in the U.S. and uh, in Hong Kong and Macau. Um, it's been a great experience for me. It's been a whole lot of fun um, doing martial arts. Um, but I can also say that I have benefited greatly from the insight of these others uh, who encouraged me to explore outside of my comfort zone um, to look for not necessarily 
my martial art. Don't look for Wing Chun specifically, but look for aspects, mechanics, people who are very talented and sound in the way they do certain things. So for instance, outside of Wing Chun, I train uh, Shotokan Karate with a very high reputable uh, sensei who happens to be a body mechanics genius. Um, I might have him as a guest one day, so we'll see. That's if he's ever up to chit-chatting about the way. Um, but I also have experimented and trained with grapplers. Um, I've had friends who do other martial arts who we love to just trade notes with each other. Um, uh, so things like that. That's what I do. I love martial arts in general. I love martial arts culture. I love all the things that go into martial arts. So I think it's in our best interest to kind of explore that in its entirety and not just in a uh, this is my niche, this is my only little thing kind of way. So it's kind of another aspect I want to bring to the podcast of like, I don't want to just have Wing Chun people on this podcast. That would become very boring very quick because at some point it's only going to devolve into us contemplating Bong Sao, Tan Sao, all that stuff. You know, hey, is your Jong Sao like this, is it like this, is it a little this? And I don't know how many times we can argue over Donnie Yen doing this. And, and so, needless to say, it won't be just Wing Chun. I do hope to have other Kung Fu people, uh, other <coughs> martial artists from other styles that I know. But I also hope to talk about martial arts in more than just a very... I train martial arts capacity. Because martial arts has become a thing that's permeated our culture. So I kind of, um, I suppose that brings me to topic of the show. So for this first episode, kind of topic of the show is, uh, you know, my, my love for martial arts actually didn't stem from training martial arts originally. It stemmed from seeing martial arts in television. Um, like a lot of the kids of the late 90s, early 2000s, Toonami was a big thing for me, so my... <laughs> love obsession with martial arts and fighting came from Dragon Ball Goku from training and anime but specifically Dragon Ball Dragon Ball was the first anime second actually second anime I ever saw um, but the both actually really stuck with me but uh, Dragon Ball was the one that really hit home for me and my friends and my group of friends at the time um, so you know growing up I wanted to train and be like Goku, I wanted to be a Super Saiyan, I wanted to do all that kind of stuff, everything, all that kind of stuff that kids love to do. Um, but, like for a lot of kids, it was our introduction to anime, but it was our introduction to martial arts, and introduction to having a hero that trained constantly. You know, um, Goku was always training, always trying to improve himself, always trying to be better. And I see now in our modern society kind of that stemming from that. We have people who, what do we do? We go, we train at the gym, 
we try to be better at everything we do. Can I get more gains out of something? I can lift this much, but can I get more reps? I'm a martial artist, I can do this, but can I spar longer? Can I spar harder? Can I train faster? How do I get better reps, more reps, so on and so forth? You know, that's kind of this Goku-esque mentality of how do I get better? How do I do better? How do I become better? Um, and I think, you know, that really is. That's, that's a new thing. That's a thing that stems from all of us that we all want to do. Um, you know, myself, Goku trained hard. He was a good martial artist, a great fighter, and he just wanted to help people. He was compassionate in that capacity. Um, you know, Goku was a great role model. Growing up, I had like Superman, Batman, but when Goku hit the scene, he was different. He wasn't, you know, some tragic billionaire or an alien from outer space who's near invincible. He was an alien from outer space, but he was pervious to things that I'm pervious to as a human, as a person. Um, he was hungry. He got hurt when he trained. He got hurt when he fought. But he could overcome these things. He would train harder. If he came up to an obstacle that he couldn't overcome, he figured out how to train and become better to get over it, how to improve himself to get better. And as martial artists, that's, I think, a key tenet of ourselves. We do this to improve ourselves, to become stronger, to become better, to meet obstacles and overcome those obstacles, to train and to do these things. So for me, um, you know, Goku was a great role model growing up. Um, and so I really kind of took Dragon Ball to heart. Um, got me into martial arts, got my friends into martial arts, got a whole bunch of us into martial arts because we all want to train. And now martial arts is everywhere. And it's kind of always been everywhere. Historically speaking, you can't say it hasn't been. Um, Bruce Lee in the 60s and 70s really brought it out and people trained here and there and in varying levels throughout the years and then in the 80s 90s uh you know ufc came about and then ufc just got better and better um so you know martial arts has always been a thing it's just you know i feel special that my generation got things like anime like dragon ball that had martial artist superheroes <coughs> and then we would go on to have other anime video games things like that martial arts has just been one thing after the other after the other it's permeating every little bit of our culture <coughs> in very important ways and please forgive the cough it's that time of year for me um so, going forward, uh, the next thing I would say, you know, m martial arts, I, the more I trained it, the more I still loved Dragon Ball, um, the more Dragon Ball inspired me to be a better martial artist. But then I also started doing things like playing video games like Street Fighter, which again has characters like Ryu and Ken 
who are both on journeys of like self-improvement and self-growth but they diverge into two very different ways you know ryu follows this very philosophical zen buddhist kind of archetype whereas ken follows this very worldly uh kind of businessman archetype which is interesting because like you think about it in the context of Musashi's Book of Five Rings you know martial artists use Book of Five Rings to become very stalwart stoic martial artists and business people also use the Book of Five Rings by, to become very effective business people again it's uh, you know Musashi one of the greatest swordsmen who ever lived writes a book and martial artists and non-martial artists can both find extreme value in it to improve their lives and to grow and become better versions of themselves and to dominate in their respective fields. Phenomenal example of martial philosophy being applied to everyday life regardless of if you're a martial artist or not. So um, going forward uh, it's just definitely been kind of my my journey and my inspiration was Dragon Ball and martial arts. Um, I got into kung fu movies at a very young age too, which if you like martial arts, that's a big thing that helps. I will never forget. Um, my first martial arts movie I ever saw was um, <laughs> so it's Tai Chi Master, starring Jet Li. When it came over here to the U.S., it was called Twin Warriors. Um, in a very awkward dub, which is, hey, thanks Channel 4, that's what I got to see as a kid, was Twin Warriors, a movie about Tai Chi, uh, then followed by Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, um, and I'll never forget, the third movie I ever saw was Enter the Dragon, because I had a flea market down the road from me, I went in one day, and the guy had the... 25th anniversary VHS whichever one it was brand new copy of it. he's like hey kid I'll sell it to you for 10 bucks and I was like okay got to watch Enter the Dragon for the first time with Bruce Lee wow phenomenal like you'd think Enter the Dragon's insane uh, Bruce Lee every bit the legend he is period no question about it um, and you know I now have a kung fu movie collection of over 150 kung fu movies um, mostly from Hong Kong uh, Shaw Brothers, Golden Harvest few of the other gen gentle ones um, some Japanese movies uh, to this day I have the greatest karate movie ever made, Kiro Obi like, this is the greatest karate movie ever made um, but I have others you know, the Street Fighter collection, Sonny Chiba's a legend, you never going to beat Sunny Chiba. Um, but yeah, like, hey, here we are in 2023. Martial arts is the thing. Um, and that's my life, and that's what I want to talk about on this podcast, is martial arts and martial arts stuff. Uh, I'm going to keep this episode relatively short because it's kind of an episode one pilot episode. It doesn't need to be that long. It's just me getting my initial thoughts and ideas out there and hopefully getting feedback from the audience on things you want me to talk about or things you'd like to talk about or stuff like that. Again, I want to have guests on here. Um, I'm also going to do things like, because I have such a 
extensive collection of Blu-rays and stuff, and I get different Blu-rays. Um, I think my next episode is going to be a comparison of two releases of one of my favorite movies. I'll leave that as a surprise for the episode when I go and make it, but be excited about that. Um, outside of that, I hope you know you enjoyed listening to this quick little pilot, just a short one. Um, I will be talking about other stuff in martial arts, though. I will be talking about somewhat controversial stuff, somewhat not controversial stuff. I will be talking about training, what it's like to train with injuries, because I have them. Um, what the struggles are as an up-and-coming teacher. Like, you know, what do we deal with on a day-to-day as far as martial artists is concerned? Um, what it's like to balance, in my case, to balance like a job job and a teaching career and those kinds of things. So thanks for giving the pilot the initial listen. I hope to hear from you all in the comments. Have a great day.